0: Episode 85 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. This is the first episode of the round of 16 in our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament, meaning that one of these two games will be the first to advance to the quarterfinals. Uh, Today we will be seeing number 23, Bubble Bobble, take on number 71, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Draw though, and yeah, we're at the Sweet 16 trademark we, uh,
1: NCAA. Took us almost two years, but we made it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right.
0: That's right. Yep we uh, we started this right about the same time uh, the pandemic started, and uh, here we still are in the middle of a pandemic. So that's <laughs> that's fun.
1: Well, you know we're. You know you're in Tennessee and I'm in Florida, so basically there is no pandemic. Oh yeah, I mean
0: (laughs) to be fair, in Tennessee there never was. We just (laughs) we just went without toilet paper for like three weeks, Uh, but that was uh, that was about it. Good uh, job, King. Then the demonstrations started. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, he's the devil's favorite demon for a reason. So, but yeah, yeah, we're down to 16, and we neither one of these games, quote-unquote, should be here. These are both, uh, it's the number 23 seed out of 100 and the number 71 seed out of 100. Neither should be in the final 16, statistically, but they both absolutely should be here, quality-wise. These are two great games.
1: 100%. 100%. I don't know, man. I think, I think our bracket has shown that IGN was a little wrong yeah yep I think for the most
0: part they got the games that are on the list right but their order was way off um, so we will uh, we will try and remedy that when we get to episode 100 after the tournament's over we'll uh, we'll try and fix their list a little bit uh, and uh, try and uh try and clean it up make it a little more uh, a little more accurate uh, as far as we're concerned uh because yeah these are two. Uh, I mean, definitely top 20 games, maybe top 10. Uh, They'd be way, way up there. Uh, But we do, uh, every week, start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is the number 71 seed Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which was released in Japan on June 8th, 1990, June 9th of that same year, the next day, in North America, but didn't release in Europe until December 12th, 1991. It is a platformer developed and published by Capcom, produced by Tokuro Fujiwara and Darlene Waddington, designed by Masayoshi Kurakawa, with music composed by Harumi Fujita. The plot, according to Wikipedia, the Rescue Rangers are going on a mission to retrieve a missing kitten for a girl named Mandy. As Gadget goes on ahead to scout the area and Monterey Jack is sent to investigate sightings of strange mechanical dogs with Zipper, Chip and Dale proceed through the streets and into a laboratory where they are attacked by a crazed robot. After defeating the robot, Fat Cat appears and reveals that Mandy's kitten was just a distraction, so he could kidnap Gadget and force her to work for him. Fortunately, Gadget's able to contact Chip and Dale by building a wireless phone and sending a map to them via a carrier pigeon. Keep in mind, this is 1990, so uh, it's not like she could grab her iPhone. Uh, allowing them <laughs> to navigate through the treacherous landscape and reach Fat Cat's casino where she's being held. After rescuing her, Gadget provides the chipmunks with a rocket that sends them toward Fat Cat's hideout so that they can defeat him. I defeated Mega Man 6 way, way back in episode 11, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out in episode 50, and Dragon Warrior 4 in episode 76 to get here. It is one of three Capcom games remaining, alongside Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 5, which will face each other in next week's episode. With 1.2 million units sold, it is the 59th highest-selling game for the NES, 29th best of all games in the tournament, and 6th most of the 16 games remaining. And according to speedrun.com, the record for fastest playthrough is held by a Russian gamer named X-Ray662 who beat the game in 9 minutes, 45.75 seconds on an emulator three months ago. The record with the original wow. cart is held by an American player named Takate, who clocked in at 9 minutes, 45.9 seconds four months ago. Takate also holds the record for fastest speed run through all 10 stages at 12 minutes, 35.95 seconds Seven months ago, so I got through Rescue Rangers pretty fast. We'll get into that when we talk about who made it farther. But I definitely didn't make it through in uh, nine minutes forty-five point seven five seconds. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Wild. Oh
1: wow! <laughs> I was like, man, I, I think I'm going good in this game in <laughs> nine minutes. What? Yeah. Also, no. it's kind of crazy the games that this game eliminated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very right. controversial. Our listeners are probably like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah,
0: Let's Mega really Man, like Punch Out, and Dragon Warrior—like those are three iconic Nintendo franchises, <laughs> all knocked out
1: <laughs> oh, by the, the, the little rodents out. that could." Uh, yep, but it's a great game. It's so good. Yeah, it really this is. is one- yeah. It's
0: you know, it's the rare of the era. You know, co-op side-scroller, uh, which is, you know, a lot of fun when you get got a friend or a, you know, a little sibling to play with, uh, like I did. My sister and I spent a lot of time on this game because <laughs> uh, you can, in addition to being able to pick up and throw apples and boxes and things, you can also pick up and throw your, uh, your teammate yeah. so that, you know, you can imagine the fun that two kids could get up to uh, with that. Um, and also the fights that would break out when uh, one would pick up the other and throw them into an enemy and kill them, um, but yeah, no, this is just a super fun uh, man. Those those Disney games of that era were just bangers: Rescue Rangers, yeah. Ducktales, um, not Mickey Mouse Capade, as we established. But then, like in the coming years after that, their uh, their games that they made the for Genesis like, you know, Aladdin and Lion King and then, uh, like, World of Illusion and Castle of Illusion, or yep. World of... Were they both Illusion? I
1: think they like, were both Illusion. Okay. Uh, those yeah. are both great I do games. remember that. Uh,
0: Quackshot, starring Donald Duck, is a great one. Like, there was... Like, right after the golden era of... The, whatever the second golden era, whatever they called that run of, uh, of Disney hits from, like, Little Mermaid to Lion King... Right about that same time, Disney video games were also just releasing, you know, banger after banger after banger. And this is absolutely one of them. And might
1: be the best of the bunch.
0: I know that's high praise because the Aladdin game Ooh. is excellent.
1: Yeah, and Lion King is just, it's really hard, but yes. it's a great game.
0: Lanking is also very good. And uh, yeah, aside from the can't wait to be king sequences, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah and uh, and that's
1: the thing that sequence is like the first level so a lot of people just
0: can't get past it Uh but i mean it's basically like turbo tunnel from battletoads (laughs) it was like if you can see the game after that it's great but most people never see the game after that
1: yeah and there's Um, a reason
0: that this advanced and uh, battletoads didn't
1: yeah pat what do you why do you think these disney games are so successful back in the day i think i know why but I'm curious to see uh, what you think.
0: I think there's something about the the pixel like aesthetic, like the the way that platformers looked in the eight and sixteen bit era looked like the animation style that Disney was using. So the games looked like what they were, you know, essentially you know emulating uh, in the game. So I think. Yes. As opposed to, like, live action movies, like, you know, Batman that we played recently, uh, right. this felt like you were playing the cartoon. Um, so it, like, it, it triggered the, you know, whatever dopamine hit from playing something you, like, mentally already enjoy, it's hitting that. But then on top of it, it's also a Capcom platformer, so it's, like, it's tight. It's The the game design is really excellent. The level design is fantastic. The enemy designs are cool. The music is great. Um, It's just, for whatever reason, that amalgamation of things all happening at once just kind of led to just great games.
1: Yeah, I think you nailed it. Uh, It's definitely, the look, it looks like, I mean, yes, it's not as great as a cartoon, obviously, or the movie, but yeah, the sprites are very good. And I think it's the music, man. The music sounds awesome. Like, yeah. the music, all the music from the movies and from the shows, you know it's not, you know, some weird game that was his game, but they put, you know, the Disney characters in it. Right, it's not
0: the Doki
1: Doki Panic
0: with the Mario characters. Right. It's not Fester's Quest with the...
1: Adam's a random family. alien invasion It's like, yeah, it's also Adam's family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think you nailed it with that. Yeah,
0: there's it's it really is, it's just I mean, and we get we've gotten to a point in the tournament where every game is gonna be like this, where it's just we're just gonna be heaping praise upon praise upon praise upon it. Um I'm honestly trying to think of criticisms because it feels like we're at a point now where we almost need to be nitpicking because we we've got to narrow these 16 great games down to one king of the console and okay this one is really hard to do that with Um, it does have one of my you know and we've talked about this on previous episodes one of my least favorite tropes in games of this era is the enemies that hit you from an angle where you can't hit them first Um, yeah there's some jumps in the like the kitchen level where the like the bees drop down from the ceiling and fly at you but they don't start until you like hit a certain pixel going far enough forward and you usually don't hit that until you're in midair making a jump uh, and then you get hit by a bee and and knocked either into the boiling pot or off the screen um, which is frustrating Uh, again that's me you know getting really nitpicky because for the most part right um i mean most enemies can be just flat out avoided like and that's probably how those speed runs happen. was they just they just jumped over or ran under enemies just didn't bother engaging um which is totally doable till you get to the bosses right and the boss designs are great too i mean they're all i mean i they're guess if we're if we're leveling criticism adam they are all the same um right right there's a little different but in every one you just have the red excuse me start that over again where i don't hiccup up in the middle of it <laughs> they're all kind of the same in that you know you have the red ball and you're throwing it up to try and hit them it's different in the way that they move in the way that they attack uh so it's not exactly the same in that regard but the boss mechanic is the same every time um it's a good mechanic it
1: works well um, yeah it's a lot of It's a lot of fun. It's always dodging balls. You always got to dodge the balls. Um, I think my criticism, and and this is probably just me and the way I played it, but it was a little laggy. Uh, I don't know if you found it a little laggy. It can get that way if
0: there is a lot going on on the screen. Uh, It doesn't happen often, but some of the later levels, yeah, when there's like three or four enemies plus like background animations. Yeah, it can definitely
1: hang a little bit in some of those But also, that's just uh, a rare criticism just because, you know, it's an old game, so. Right, sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. Yeah,
0: and that's something that would have been, you know, if it was a modern, you know, AAA release, that probably would have gotten QA'd out before it hit, although it might, you know, launch like, you know, whatever, No Man's Sky or Cyberpunk. (laughs) Uh, Right any number of games are like wait how did you not catch that but far from game breaking just like it does kind of take away a bit of immersion when you're like oh now I'm running in slow motion right
1: or like I need to jump faster but it's uh-huh. not letting me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and you just kind of like hang in the air while you're making your jump so you're not sure how to time how far you're going yeah 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 I could definitely see that as a as a critique as well. Uh, but again, yeah, this is it. us. We're, we're having to reach for this. This is, uh, this is definitely one of those that's, you know, among the best of the best and IGN had it number 71 on their list of the best NES games. That just. That's, that's just bonkers to me. It is so much better than that. Uh, as I think evidenced I, by the fact it's in our top 16. I,
1: I think also IGN put these games higher up for like, how classic they are
0: that yeah like that's dragon, true
1: like like you're gonna put dragon warrior 3 up there because well one of the first rpgs of you know of all time right. or final fantasy but they're not but you know is it a better game well we didn't this think is so. why we're here yeah, yeah this is why we're here
0: yeah <laughs> i mean yeah you look at the top 10 uh, list of, uh, of their top ten, you know, our top ten seeds for the tournament. Super Mario Three, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zelda, all-time classic, launched a massive beloved franchise. The original game, not as fun as stuff as stuff that's ranked lower. Uh, I don't think yep. it's the second best game for the console. It might be the second most important game for the console. Uh, number three, Super Mario Brothers, same thing, vastly important. Uh, historically significant doesn't hold up as well as some games like rescue rangers or bubble Bobble do mega man 2 totally holds up castlevania 3 totally holds up metroid totally holds up Uh punch out totally holds up but maybe not as much as people remember but again it's a right. you know an iconic game a uh, number eight dragon warrior another one still excellent but it's getting you know, legacy points for the fact that there are still Dragon Quest games coming out. Uh, and then Biohawk yeah, Commando I mean, and DuckTales. Like, that's a lot of Capcom up at the top. Um, but yeah. it shows that Capcom, aside from Nintendo, Capcom was making the best games for this console.
1: And also, like, I mean, Dragon Warrior has a holiday in Japan. That's how big it is. So, <laughs> yes. I guess. <get> <laughs> holidays, yeah. so, uh, they've got, we holidays, we they've got cafes. We... They've got, yeah, it's a whole
0: cultural thing there. <laughs> The
1: whole thing it's a big deal yeah, yeah. better the next game
0: <laughs> the next game also long-reaching historical game barely cracked their top 25 uh our number 23 seed bubble bobble released in japan for the famicom october 30th 1987 in the u.s november 7th 1988 and two years after that, October 26, 1990, in Europe. The platformer developed and published by Taito, designed by Fukio Mitsugi, with music composed by Tadashi Kimijima. The plot, according to Wikipedia Baron von Blubba has kidnapped the brothers Bubby and Bobby's girlfriends and turned the brothers into bubble dragons Bub and Bob. Bub and Bob have to finish 100 levels in the cave of monsters in order to rescue them. It had a first round bye in our tournament by virtue of being the 23rd seed, then defeated Guardian Legend in episode 42 and DuckTales in episode 75 to get here. It is the final game in the tournament remaining from Taito. The speed run record is held by a Swedish gamer named Zymond, who beat it in 29 minutes, 56 seconds, two years ago. Uh, so yeah i definitely didn't finish it in 29 minutes 56 seconds again we'll get into whether or not i finished it yeah, no. at all uh when we get to the <laughs> further segment but uh these speedrunners are bananas
1: they're really cool man like i i've been getting into some speedrunners, mm-hmm. and just the things they do to break the game is insane mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and this
1: this one i just impressive because this game is not that easy and you gotta do some crazy stuff yes yeah some of the levels
0: when I was playing through this time because I had a password from from the last time so I started pretty late in the game and I was like man some of these don't seem possible unless you have two players they are um, as we'll get into uh, when we get to who made it farther, but they're very hard. And to do a hundred levels in less than a half hour, you know, you're averaging what twenty seconds per level. Less than, um, yep. That's I think it's eighteen seconds. I don't know. Uh, mental math not strong right now. It's been a week, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, it's taken me what, three hours or four hours of gameplay over the course of the last year to get as far as I made it, let alone 100 doing it in 29 minutes, 56 seconds.
1: Yeah, um, and it's so, like, the game is so fast. I, I, yes. I don't know how to do it. I don't know.
0: Especially in the later levels, because uh, that uh, that time frame between when you bubble an enemy and then the bubble popping and then coming out super fast that gets tighter yeah. and tighter the later into the game you get. And uh, whew, some of
1: those levels are not fun, um, yeah. but they're fun. We'll see, they're,
0: we'll see how,
1: a, how you went, but where I got, I was like, this is crazy. This yeah. is just... <laughs> it's, um,
0: it's, it's an odd comparison to make. I know, um, but it's a little Elden ringy <laughs> in that, it's, yeah, definitely. There's a, there's a level of challenge that every time you die, it feels like, "Oh my god, that was cheap." But you are like, "Okay, well now I know not to do that because this random thing will happen." Um and yeah, just the enemies get harder, the levels get, you know. It's weird cuz at the beginning there's a lot of like really intricate level designs, and at the end it's just a lot of like just two big columns, and you have to like climb way up one and then drop down into another one amongst the enemies and try to bubble them before they can hit you, which is borderline impossible with only one person. Uh, there was a lot. I heard that uh doom, doom musical sting a lot uh, <laughs> All this time or <laughs> that like All ghost whale comes to kill you.
1: So yeah, I, I just uh like we played it on the other uh, episodes and uh, mm-hmm. episodes before um it's crazy that i never played this game when you no know, i was younger but yeah. i played the other game that i thought it was um, yeah, I don't bust a what move the name was. bust a move yeah yeah i, I, I thought we were going to play bust a move
0: <laughs> but yeah you know. i mean that's a it's sort of a spinoff of bubble Bobble. Um, it's still got bob and bob in it yeah,
1: I thought maybe it's more popular. I think
0: I think so. It's I mean they're they're still making Busta moves, and I don't think they've made a new Bubble Bobble in a while.
1: I think they just came out with a new Bubble Bobble. Nice. I will look that up. Yeah, yeah. It's like Bubble Bobble Online, I believe it's called. Let's see. Bubble Bobble franchise. What? But yeah, Bubble Bobble guys. Fun game. Oh,
0: Bubble Bobble VR came out last year for Oculus. Uh, And then the game before that was Bubble Bobble for Friends. uh, Yeah, Bubble Bobble VR uh, is out for Switch. Uh, And in Japan, you can get uh, Bubble Bobble for Friends. Uh, In Japan, you can get it for uh, PS4, uh, but it's not available uh, in the States or Europe but it is available for Switch. I guess there have been more sequels than I thought there were. There's also a, a mobile version called Bubble Bobble for Kakao that came out in 2015, Bubble Bobble Double in 2010. Huh. Uh, but then yeah, then they spun off Puzzle Bobble, which is was renamed to, bust a move in the states and there have been just tons of those yeah so
1: yeah it's still going still going strong
0: (laughs) bub and bob are still hanging out there (laughs) yeah this is one that um i feel like we've already kind of talked about the uh the the biggest kind of drawback to this one is its difficulty It's really hard. Um, And some of it is that the controls aren't always super responsive. Um, There are a lot of times where I feel like, no, I jumped on that bubble before it popped, but the game disagrees. Or like, I don't know, like the timing of falls is weird sometimes. Um, Overall, it's a really tight puzzler, but there are are moments where it's like, oh, I don't think that's how that would have worked.
1: Yeah, it, it's always just one of those arcade games that. Yes. It's one of those guys where you <laughs> yes, just it wanted a- it, wanted your money, and it's going to cheat you out of it. It is a, yep, it is a
0: quarter muncher. It, uh, I mean, it was released originally as an arcade game uh, in '86 before it came out for Famicom the next year, uh, and then the NES the year after that. So it's definitely, uh, it definitely has that build to it where. Uh, fortunately, the home version had passwords so you could pick up where you left off instead of having to
1: just keep throwing orders yeah, into it to be able to keep playing. Yep.
0: But yeah, it's 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 not as... Uh, there's not as much depth to it as I feel like there is with, with Rescue Rangers, so I don't feel like we have as much to say about it. But it doesn't mean that it's like you know, a dead giveaway that it's inferior because of that. It's just, you know, it's a puzzler that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, and it's hard, and it's frustrating, but it's fun, and there's a real sense of reward when you complete something. Um,
1: Yep, and also you kind of want to see what the next level is because sometimes there's, like, cool designs of the level. Yeah. It's just, it's cool to see. It's
0: a pretty game.
1: There's a lot of colors, and,
0: Yep. And the music is great, even though it's the same song playing the entire time, which could get really annoying, but I don't feel like it ever really does. It's a charming no, it's little a,
1: happy tune. Yeah, the song slaps. It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. I've heard like a remix style of it. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah.
0: I have to send that over to me. Oh, yes. I meant to send you something. Stand by one second. Uh, this is going to be a very. um. Very visual thing, so apologies to everyone on everyone listening, but I do want you to hear Ricky's reaction to something. Um, I grabbed a screen capture at one point when I was playing Rescue Rangers, and I wish I had mentioned it when we were talking about it. But uh, I'm going to drop a, an image in the chat uh, that I have I have titled uh, "Gadget is terrifying." Um, I want you to go ahead and give that a click, and uh, we'll get a a live action, a live reaction to.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I took a screen capture of uh, of a uh, a scene toward the end of the game uh, where the rescue rangers have all reunited, and uh, gadget. How would you describe what gadget looks like in this picture?
1: Yeah. What the heck is? She's like oh my God. ghostly she, what is white. She, yeah, what, she's like a dead possum or a possum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of.
0: <laughs> and it doesn't help that she's the only one in the group that's armed. She's holding like a crossbow with a that's... toilet plunger set up. Her eyes are just like black voids. Um, I'll I'll drop this in the social media when the episode comes out too, because uh, it's uh it's spooky i was uh when that came up i was like ah and uh had to had to grab a screenshot of it really quick so that i would have it for uh for this very moment
1: it's pretty creepy also who's the green guy i don't remember the green guy oh that's I mean, uh, remember- that's zipper
0: he's the when you get invincibility oh right he's right the little right, bug right. that flies around and kills all your enemies yeah okay So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, that's probably all the news that's fit to print about these games. Do you want to uh, get into Who Made It Farther?
1: Let's do it. Who made it farther? Who
0: made it farther? So, uh, after last week's episode, we are... Pretty much neck and neck. I have made it farther 77 times. Ricky's got 76 and then a whole bunch of ties. Uh, Of course, we do get two points every time we beat a game, uh, which I'll go ahead and go first. I'm getting two points this week. I did beat Rescue Rangers uh, (laughs) in uh, in Uh... in the hour. I didn't beat all 10 levels. I skipped the ones that you can skip, Um, but I did... Make it to and
1: defeat Fat Cat before the hour was over. I hate you. I made it to Fat Cat, but I didn't get time to beat him. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so frustrating. <laughs> I know. I was like, no.
0: Yeah, I beat him. Let me see. Did I make a note of my time? It was a little less than 33 minutes. I beat him. I beat the game. And then, um, after you beat the game, which is when I took that screenshot where Gadget looks terrifying, um, right. I actually had to restart the game because it doesn't like take you back to the home screen when the game ends, it just freezes on that uh, on that end screen. So I had to restart it to play oh, it. it so I only so. had 27 minutes to try and do what I had done in 33, and I made it to stage j i could see the door to get to the fight with fat cat and got killed with 38 seconds to go on the timer oh, so i almost geez. beat it twice in an hour but but came up just a little short
1: yeah i got for some reason the the clown boss was giving me a hard time the and, clown one is hard yeah and i don't know i just a lot of my time was on that boss and it slowed yeah. me down I almost had it I almost had it but yeah so, so bubble bobble bubble bobble let's
0: uh i'll let you go first on this one did you have a password from last time or i did. did you start from scratch
1: okay good i did i had a password so i started like at level 40 okay so i made it to 68 nice that's pretty good
0: yeah. i guess one more would have been nice but you know what i mean oh um, uh, no <laughs> hey. My password put me at level 87. Um, Jeez. <laughs> uh, and on level 96, I, I spent probably level 96 for me was like the clown boss in Rescue Rangers was for you. I blew so much time on that level. It was so hard. And oh, I finally hey. beat it. I made it to the final boss with 12 minutes left in the hour. And the final boss is just you and this giant boss in a room with three, like it's clearly it's, it's mirrored so that you can play it with two players and they'll have the same experience, but it's like, you jump up, you start in the left corner, you jump up, you jump up and then you jump back and there's a, a like a bubble with the, with the lightning in it. So you can blow lightning bubbles instead of having to wait for him to show up like you can in the earlier levels. Right. You have to hit the boss 60 times with lightning to kill it. Um,
1: Gee, that's not easy, guys. That, that is not easy. at all easy.
0: With two players, it's a little more doable because one person can be, you know, recharging while the other is, is firing and, and back and forth. Um, but when it's just one of you... Uh, I could never hit him more than 11 times before he would kill me. So I was nowhere close to beating him, but I did make it to him.
1: Wow. I don't even want to get to him. (laughs) It's really (laughs) hard. It's worth looking
0: up a YouTube video of, uh, of uh, it's like a very spare room, which is kind of interesting because so many of the levels before it were so, you know, kind of intricate, um right this one's just you know you and a boss and six ledges uh and a couple of uh lightning bubbles uh, you gotta blow them and pop them when he's like perfectly lined up with them and but he's also shooting bubbles of his own that'll kill you or he if he touches you he'll kill you and he takes up like a third of the screen
1: after um I feel like level 60 this game gets crazy yes it's just like what am I doing yeah I'm just on a bubble
0: yeah and I think probably part of the reason I was able to make it so much farther is I did grow up playing this like this is one of my mom's favorite games so like we got it I was five six when it came out and so like I almost literally my entire life I've been playing Bubble Bobble or watching people play Bubble Bobble. So I have, you know, there wasn't much of a learning curve other than, you know, refamiliarizing myself with the controls after so many years. Um, so I think that probably helped a lot, but hey, it helped a lot. <laughs> so well. the lead expands. It's now 80 to 76
1: oh, coming into man. the home stretch.
0: I it might, might just pull game. this thing off.
1: I need to be the game. You do. Well, well, maybe uh, I did. Lex. I was going to say you've, uh,
0: <laughs> you've got a pretty good choice uh, chance next weekend. Uh, but before we talk about what's going to happen next week, we should talk about the fact that the winner of this matchup is going to face two of the top 15 seats in the tournament, two games, you know, It's a chalk matchup. Everybody saw this one coming when the bracket was announced. Number two, the legend of Zelda against number 15 river city ransom. Uh, The winner of that will face the winner of this. uh, And I think it's probably time to pick a winner. You have a one. I know it's a, it's a tough one because these are two great games. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confident in my pick. Um, But I'm curious about
1: oh man, this is hard, guys. This is a hard one to pick. I love both of these games. I would play both of these games again.
0: Yeah, and that's honestly that's kind of our big criteria at this point. Is do we want to play it for three more hours? Because that's you know, if it it, if whatever game wins the entire tournament is gonna get you know an hour in this round an hour in the quarters an hour in the semis and an hour in the final so do you want to keep playing it beyond this point that's a kind of a big part of the decision making process at this point because all the games are great
1: it's how much do you want to keep playing right And i think i'm going to go with bubble bobble oh wow
0: Because I went with Rescue Rangers.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) I went with the Capcom
0: platformer. So um, I was a little late getting the polls up on Twitter. But we did get a couple of votes. So let me pull up the results and see who wins. One moment. Probably should have had these pulled up in advance. But you know what? I didn't. Uh, the winner of the Twitter poll and moving on to face either The Legend of Zelda or River City Ransom is Bubble Bobble, the number 23. Wow. Song.
1: Bubble, Bubble
0: Bobble. Bobble. One of the Elite Eight games in our tournament. That's crazy. Bubble Bobble. So I get, I get an hour with that boss next
1: time. There you go. I, I get to catch up. I can. <laughs> I can do this. Oh, man. Chippendale. Great run. Yeah. Fantas- really a fantastic game.
0: Like Cinderella story. Number 71, making it to the Sweet 16.
1: Had t- tough competition. It Defeated the, t- the competition. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just couldn't get past Bub and Bob. So... Yeah, Zelda and River City Ransom still to come in the tournament. Uh, But next week, we will be taking a look at two more Capcom platforming classics as Mega Man 2, the number four seed in the tournament, takes on the number 84 seed in the tournament, Mega Man 5. So after next week, one Capcom game will remain among the final eight. Taito has claimed the first spot with Bubble Bobble. Capcom will get the second with a Mega Man game, but we don't know which yet. <laughs> you could probably guess, but hey.
1: You never know. A,
0: almost came down to a coin flip, except we did have a winner on the Twitter poll. Uh, and we know how well coin flips have worked for me in the past. <laughs> uh, but we do have a question from our old pal, Ryan O, who asks, which of Kirby's power-ups seems the most useless. Hmm. So I am going to pull up a list of all of them so that we can make an educated decision. This has, oh, this is just Kirby in the
1: Forgotten Land. Which I haven't played yet. Have you? No, I haven't. I heard great things about it. I, I have seen too. People play it. Yeah. Okay. So, wow, there are a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Do we want to limit it to um, the ones from the NES game? Since yeah, we've sure. both played that, because um, I don't. I mean, I don't think you can really count the, uh, um, like Smash Brothers. Uh, no, yeah. But... Kirby was Kirby's Adventure, right? That's the first one we played. Uh, Okay, so Kirby's Adventure has, which is actually still in the tournament, by the way, Uh, Kirby's Adventure has the backdrop, which is basically the German suplex, Uh, ball, which is him turning into a ball and bouncing around, Uh, beam, where he shoots energy attacks. Burning, Ray turns into a fireball and flies forward. Uh, crash, which is the like the big explosion that kills everybody. Uh, cutter, which is like the the boomerangs. Fire, which yeah. is breathing fire. Freeze, which is making things cold. Hammer, which is the big hammer. High jump, which you know is jumping high. Uh, Ice, which is bringing the cone of ice. Laser, which is shooting lasers. Uh, light. I don't think I got to a point where you use light, but in a dark place, yeah, you can think... light up.
1: There you go. I think that's the most useless. I don't remember that at yeah. all. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's also mic, where you get the microphone, where you can shout really loud and, and kill enemies with it. There is needle, where you can shoot out spikes. Parasol, where you have the parasol uh sleep uh that's probably the worst um yeah. where you just fall asleep and don't have any control over anything anymore uh spark with the electric field stone you turn into the big rock uh sword you get a sword
1: throw
0: <laughs> you throw tornado you spin uh ufo you turn into a flying saucer and have various beam-like weapons And wheel, where Kirby transforms into a wheel and can roll very
1: quickly along the ground, defeating enemies he runs over. It's got to be sleep, with uh, with light being a close second. High jump, too. I don't remember using the high jump. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Of all of the options, Cutter and Parasol have appeared in the most games in the series. Yeah, cutter. He appeared in 17 Kirby games. Cutter is pretty good. I like Cutter. Cutter's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think sleep is probably the most useless. Agreed.
1: All right. Well,
0: thanks again for the question, Ryan. And of course, you folks can uh, can send in questions to uh, our, our social media, which we'll get to in a second. And of course, don't forget to vote in our polls when I remember to put them up in time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Is I cut you off. Them, you were about yes. to say something. No,
1: no, no, Go ahead. Okay. Uh,
0: well, yeah. So those socials. Uh, you can email us kingsofconsolespod at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com slash kingsofconsoles. Uh you can see the entire bracket at challenge.com slash kingsofconsoles. I uh, can contribute to the show financially via coffee which is ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, We're at kings of consoles on Twitter. I'm at loopy date.
1: I'm at Ricky G and seven.
0: And you can catch me every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock Central over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling simulated, uh, where Mike Sangregorio and I are going through something very similar, uh, where we took PWI's uh, pro wrestling illustrated's uh, PWI 500 list of the 500 best wrestlers in the world. And every week we are pitting them against each other in uh, the greatest tournament that never was. There's so much good stuff still to come and we are, what fourteen episodes away now from crowning our first ever king of the console?
1: And, oh man, yeah, uh, we're almost there.
0: We're almost there. the uh, The finish line is in sight. Uh, if we can uh, can uh, keep from life getting in the way again, we should be done by about midsummer, and uh, then we can start thinking about <laughs> what we're going to do to ourselves for season two. And, books, if you've got suggestions, we're thinking probably Super Nintendo or Genesis. But if you've got like, oh hey, I would love to see somebody do the Neo Geo Pocket. It's like, well, we probably won't do that because there weren't that many games for the Neo Geo Pocket. But <laughs> if you've got a console you really want to see us tackle, let us know. We'll be uh, we'll be happy to do it. The goal is to eventually do them all. Um, I'm in this for the long haul. I I, I hope you are too.
1: And, oh yeah, we're down. Uh, yeah.
0: So this is we'll be doing this when we're old and gray. We'll be in our 80s talking about we'll be like, so is God of War better than Uncharted 4?
1: <laughs> no, we'll be talking we'll be like, man, Uncharted 10 <laughs> Right, yeah <laughs> Like Nate's still going, still, still going. He's almost <laughs> as old as we are but he's still hanging in there <laughs> oh. Yeah, we'll be
0: on the you know, whatever PlayStation system that you just hook up to your eyeballs and uh, control mentally.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And we just look at where Jeez. look at where gaming is now compared to where it was, you know, 40 years ago when you know ET almost destroyed the entire gaming industry. Um now we've got legit VR. Like it's the thing that every 80s sci-fi movie was about is real now. And we've got game consoles that you can just take on an airplane with you you don't need a you know 27 inch 400 pound crt tv to play them anymore
1: yeah crazy time to be a fan and it's only gonna get crazier hopefully we get it gets easier to play old
0: games here's hoping that's one thing that is making me nervous about the the move to digital uh like with game pass and uh the one that PlayStation just announced that I'm blanking on the name of it. Um, it's
1: like deluxe and premium and all yeah, that. Yeah, whatever
0: whatever the new version of PlayStation now is. Um, I like the idea of having all of those games accessible, but I also am not crazy about them being able to kind of gatekeep what games you can and can't play. Um, I think, you know, the... We've made no secret of the fact that we try and play on original hardware with original cartridges when we can. Um, yeah. But we do some of these games are hard to come by or are prohibitively expensive. Uh, yeah. Now, just, after all these years, so hard,
1: up, so hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So
0: we do we do have to emulate a lot of these games, and that's that's not that hard to do for NES or Super Nintendo or uh, or Genesis or you know old Game Boy or Game Gear. Atari, you know, systems from that era. But once you start to get into, you know, the original PlayStation, the original Xbox, pretty much any Nintendo console, starting with the 64, those systems get really hard to emulate. And so, unless the, you know, unless the makers of the game make these games accessible to us, there are just going to be a lot of great games that will just kind of be lost to time. Because the you know the collector's market will price out anybody trying to buy a physical copy of it, because the physical copy is going to be the only way to play it. Yeah, like, I mean, imagine if we weren't able to emulate Metal Storm.
1: Like, yeah, there a, would be no way of playing it. Yeah, that's just honest. a game
0: we would never yeah. be able to play because neither of us has you know the three hundred bucks to buy uh, a cart of it. It's just a you know. We might, if you contribute it, ko-fi.com slash games of consoles. But it's just, it's it's good and it's bad. And I guess that's kind of the way everything is. There's good and there's bad to everything. It's just sad to me that, like, we're losing gaming history because there's no, there's really no way to play games of a certain age anymore.
1: I know, yeah. The, the thing is, like, Xbox and Nintendo, they're doing a great job of trying to keep, you know, their libraries intact. Mm-hmm. Like, you can play classic games, but PlayStation, those guys have to step it up. Yeah. Because some of those games that came up for PS2, they, like, we can't play the Unimusha games. We can't nope. play... Uh, man... We, there's a lot of games we can't play. A lot of right like
0: the, the early, um, unless it's part of like a collection, like a remaster, but like, right. you know, the like the early Devil May Cry games or, um, yeah, you know? pretty much any like, you know, Metal hey. Gear Solid 2 has been released as part of like anniversary collections and stuff, but it's not the same. It's a remaster. Right. I've been so, trying to play through all the Resident Evil games and basically. Up until four, I've been having to play remasters because it's just not possible to play one, two, yeah, three, you, and
1: zero. I was gonna say you can't play the original one, two, and three. Nope, like the original originals. Yeah, you unless you have I mean, the actual disc. Unless you have a yeah, unless you have a PS3 and you bought the downloadable yeah. versions of those games. So yep. we'll see. Hopefully, they. They step it up, and maybe Hopefully. this subscription service is good. We'll maybe, out.
0: yeah, maybe we're, you know, crying about the skies falling before we actually see what it is. Um, but it does, admittedly, make me nervous, right?
1: But, but I'm will also we... taking
0: medication for anxiety, so lots of things make me nervous. <laughs> what what we'll do find I do?
1: Way... We'll find a way to do it. and Keep going.
0: Yeah, and we know for sure that we've got, you know. At least through the 16-bit era, worth of consoles that we can do these tournaments for. That's at least another like four years worth of content. So you y'all have got until like 2026 to figure out how to emulate the PS2. Um, I have a lot of the games still from that era, but I did. I only ever rented like Shadow of the Colossus. I don't have a physical copy of that. So unless somebody figures right. out how to emulate
1: it. I mean, I have the remake.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can play the remake, but then we're not really playing.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're not playing the original. We're playing or, the real yeah. thing. We basically have to
0: skip from the 16-bit generation to modern gaming to be able to play the real versions. And then that also is very expensive, unless everything is on Game Pass or uh, PlayStation Now Premium, which it might be. Yeah. Maybe. But also, we'll probably be another console generation deep by the time we get through those four years. So who knows? Sure. Lots yes. and lots can happen. Uh, but we, like I said, we're in it for the long haul. We're going to keep uh, playing old games, and uh, we hope you do too. And we'll see you next week for Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 5. Play old games, everybody.
1: Play old games.
0: Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando, and is produced and edited by me, Paduli. Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.